the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hello and welcome along to another Pure Dead Gaming episode and our post-E3 episode. The conference is now over with the gaming industry's biggest week of news concluding for another year. And if you weren't watching along at home yourself, you might be wondering what the most talked about reveals and trailers are. But fear not, we will of course be running through all the showcases and announcements later. We're recording this episode a day later than usual so that we could include the Nintendo Direct news, which, to be honest, perhaps wasn't worth it at all. Shit. <laughs> the usual what we've been playing, shitty platinum, pick of the week, and our gaming movie night will also be covered, so make sure you listen to the episode in its entirety so you don't miss the good stuff. As always, if you've not yet subscribed to our podcast, hit that button. It will cost you nothing, but you'll be notified of our weekly episode drop so you don't miss an episode. Don't miss our pre-show posts on our website as well, where you can take part in our polls and give us feedback. For those of you who don't know, I am Jessica and I'm joined by the lovely Craig and Andy. Hello, how are you both? Hi, I'm Andy and I'm fine. I'm Craig and I'm feeling fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Teaching fabulous. I thought you, you were going to do the high school musical I rendition there. Is that what you were going for? But I don't really know it, but off my heart. Uh, <laughs> but you do know it, though. I know it. I know of it. <laughs> he's, he's willing to maintain his dignity Gotta Got to get your head in the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, it's just it's good. It's good having a, a summer of football. Mm. That, that puts a smile on my face. Just, yeah, it's good to have it back. Yeah. It's good. I, I love a tournament of football. Over the summer, like I watch a lot of football, so over the summer, like usually it's that sort of period where you just don't get any football, and to have like a condensed tournament, like I won't watch every game, but see the fact that there is pretty much three games on a day, like it's pretty good. Mm. It's only about half an hour from when the post show and one finishes to the pre show, the next one starts. I can't watch. A, usually, I can't watch a full game of football. Though. Uh, you watch the highlights more with uh, it's don't you? too much an investment in my time mm. for something that could potentially be shite because it could be a shite game and you've just spent over two, uh, like an hour and a half watching something that's crap see I I, I I definitely get that I think I've just I don't know what it is I've just been right up for this tournament like usually in the mm. tournaments I would watch the sort of big teams but then see when there's a shit yeah. game, I would just ignore it. But I've been looking forward to this tournament so much that I've pretty much watched almost every game. The quality's been decent. Uh, like I even sat and watched, uh, was it Austria, North Macedonia? But that was turned into a good game. It did, I, but like just with a calibre, yeah. like a normal yeah. I would have just dismissed it outright, but I, it was all right. Goran uh, Pandev, Mr. Macedonia. It's good to see him getting a good Getting to a major tournament. He's like 37 now or something. Yeah, he's, he's, old. Quite old. he's quite old. He used to play for like Inter Milan or something. He was he played mm. for a couple of good teams. Oh, he's a good player. It was a shame. Uh, he, was, he was one of these guys that it was like such a shame they'd never made a national, like a national tournament. Mm. But he finally did it. <laughs> so, Zezu Legends, aka Uber Villain, is sitting top of the Fantasy League. So, well done you. But to be, honest, it, to be honest, it could all change in a matter of, of games. Joker? Or is this yeah. the Fantasy League thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never even looked when I'm sitting. Uh, 18th. <laughs> oh it's respectful. Dear. There's 51, I think, in it, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Top half. You're ahead of me. I'm looking for a top half finish. Right, you? 31. 31. Who's bottom? Let's out then. <laughs> <laughs> in Dons, we trust Jamie Milne. 
Sorry, pal. <laughs> Maybe he just forgot to do his team. <laughs> that's that's pretty poor. Twenty five points he's got. Oh, Kerry sitting second bottom. I did notice that too. Yes, that, that deserves a wee text later on. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's relegation spot right there. Excellent. I tell you something random that I found out. That I don't know if you still know about this. That, you know, digestives. Biscuits? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You ever wondered why they're called digestives? I have sampled a few in my time. But, uh, Aye, but have you ever wondered why they're called? It's a strange biscuit name, don't you think? Aye. Well, you digest them. You, you digest do. anything, though. That's, you don't call it like a digestion kebab, do you? No. <laughs> but it's to do with who the people that invented them, right? So it's two people back in 18, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and it's got an ingredient in it, like something like bicarbonate of soda or, so, or sodium or something like that, that basically it's designed to make you shit. Oh, okay. So right. digestive, you know what I mean? It's to, so it's to help your digestive high, system. It's got high fibre content, Yeah, and it's good. it does have an ingredient in it that is basically, it will help you poop more. Okay. Um, to be fair, like I said, like it's like any, a laxative. Anytime you do pick up like a pack of digestive biscuits, they always have on the front of it now about their fibre content. Yeah. That's what it, that's what they were designed for back in the day, is to help people be regular. You know, you and can say shit on the podcast. Yeah. It's allowed. No, I'm 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 plain and proper, <laughs> prim and proper. So what you're help saying? Help them to be regular in their daily routine. So what you're saying is, the next time that I'm tearing through a pack of digestives, I can just say I'm just trying to clear myself out. Aye, basically. When I'm a chocolate good. digestive man, what are you? A plain? No. Chocolate. I'm on. I'd throw a plain digestive at someone. <laughs> Do you know what's nice? Coaster, Two plain digestives with Nutella in the middle. Oh, right, that's, well, that's a good right. shout. That's okay. That's a, a normal shout. plain digestive. It is a coaster. Aye, it is a, isn't it? It's just, why is it that that wee bit of chocolate on top? It's not even that thick, but it's just the right amount. It's quite, I love dunking them in a cup of tea. They did a special edition of um, coffee ones. Oh, of God. I hate coffee nice. flavoured stuff. They were quite nice. like it. It was like, oh, it was coffee caramel, was it? Yeah, yeah, I remember they were nice. ruined. It's the same mm. all this stuff though. It's always like a special edition, and then no. they do it, and people get excited about it, and then they just go, and it's gone. See when you get like a like a set of chocolates, and then you get that coffee one. If you eat it by mistake, oh, so upsetting. Yes. I, I source out the coffee ones. I don't. I just don't really? think it's nice to taste. It's oh. I mean, I know you use light coffee. I'm not a coffee drinker at all. Next time you can save me your coffee. Once. I'm a cup of tea man myself. I like the smell and the idea of coffee. The idea of it. Like, <laughs> the idea of like the, the concept. sounds pretty good. Like the concept, but... Yeah. I only started drinking coffee, to be fair, when I had children because the knackered. sleep deprivation was too much and I thought, I need something to work here. Yeah. You were able to function like a regular human and then you had kids and you were like, yeah. I need help I can yeah. get. Um, we've actually kind of not really spoke too much about food on the podcast recently but I did this week tweet Domino's and ask oh. them what the latest was. And Because ah, we had a Domino's. They have not applied. We actually broke. Asking what the latest was on the... Twisted cheese stove balls. Still right. not on the menu. And how long's that been now? It should be back I mean, for a at least six months since we, since we started this podcast. Aye, but, but it's over a year since yeah. they stopped it. God damn It's not on Domino's. 
What is going on? I'd honestly forgot about that. You just went and riled <laughs> me up again. I'm going to start sending him abuse over Twitter again. Uh, talking about food as well now we were also talking about like, random stuff that goes up in your YouTube timeline mm-hmm. stuff that started popping up with me was like food related and it was stuff like people that only ate a certain food for so many years oh, like yeah. I was just trying to remind myself of some of them like there's, there's like one where a guy only ate mac and cheese for 17 years <laughs> 17 years well, that's the thing. He was like, he was something like he was really about our age when this uh, like kind of YouTube clip documentary was done about him, and they'd done a health check, and he was like, he was all right, he was fine. That's but it's like when you get that bad for you though, mac and cheese, processed mac and cheese. There's worse out there. There's not much worse. <laughs> But you think about the nutrients that your body needs. You're not going to get that. From You're not going to fit pasta. No. And- no. Three meals it's a day, dirty, mac like, and cheese. I am a believer, though, that your body can adapt. But the older you get, the harder it is in your body, uh, that sort of shit. See, when you're young, you can fucking digest Tupperware. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can, it's really, you're, 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 your body's designed just to fucking rock through stuff. It's like, yeah. what's that? Tupperware? <laughs> Digested. You know what I mean? Gone. Uh, what's that? Just have a biscuit after full it. Bo- full bottle of Morgans? <laughs> Boom! Gone. Yeah. One day recovery. Fair, Two digestive biscuits after it, you just shut it straight yeah. yeah, to be fair, um, I drank alcohol for the first time since probably what Christmas pretty much um, on Saturday and oh, you're struggling I was fine like I wasn't mm. too <laughs> I wasn't too drunk mm. but for like literally until yesterday like my stomach has just been so painful like mm. my body's just been like what's this stuff you've given me yeah you're not used to it anymore yeah. takes longer to recover definitely that's why I basically stopped drinking because I was getting five day hangovers and stuff like that yeah you can't afford that anymore like I would, I would honestly drink on a Saturday night and on a Wednesday I'd be sitting at work like my head on the desk just go I can't I can't function I remember going out on a Thursday Friday Saturday and Aye, then no potentially bother. a Sunday as well and you'd be fine like you would get home for the bakery and you would sleep it off so like, I remember on a Saturday finish at 2 didn't you finish at 2 mm-hmm. o'clock yep. 6 to 2 so you get home, I would just go straight, to, like I would shower quickly and go straight to bed and then somebody would pop round and wake me up, they'd be like, who's there? Like that. I would pop round and go, we're going out. And I'd be like, uh, aye, <laughs> it wouldn't take much convincing. Aye. If you'd have another bottle of Morgans and that, it'd be you, you'd be on your aye, way again. Straight, I used huh? to refer to that as a disco nap. A disco nap? A disco nap, if I was going out dancing to the disco. I would yep. call my wee afternoon nap a disco nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had plenty of disco naps myself. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it just yeah, like you say, your body just wears down. Like, I think I didn't really know at the time, but like, I like socially drank a fair amount when I was young, and I yeah. think just over time, I just ruined my insides. Mm. Like, we used to mostly drink like straight vodka. We take like that. We do vodka shots every single night, and over long periods of time that can't be good for you no. it's like paint stripper mm-hmm. I was like with whiskey though before I knew what my drink was uh, I was just drinking for the sake of drinking but I was like I don't know what to drink I always knew that I didn't like beer very much yeah because it I just didn't like the taste and it just made me dead gassy after drinking like two or three I'm yeah. like how do people drink this you ended up going to Morgan's didn't you uh, rum rum, uh, rum was my thing so Captain Morgan's or Sailor Jerry basically it was my, my go to but before I realised that I would go to house parties and I'd turn up with a like a pint of milk like a 
kind of screw top milk carton right. fill but, whiskey. I'd, but I'd fill it up with half a bottle of whiskey you know and then I'd, <laughs> then I'd pour it out or just drink out the milk carton folk, folk thought I'd just brought milk to parties all the time it's a good conversation starter Aye. I could be having a white Russian I suppose that's true with milk that's uh, true but they're, they're fucking bog- bogging so I like my heat on myself from having a cocktail I was always just straight on the shots. Uh, like I'm, I don't. There's no alcohol I like the taste of. So when I was out drinking, I was out drinking to get drunk. That was the goal. Yeah, and I means would, I, end. I, I would accomplish that goal as fast as possible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Usually turning up with like a tray full of shots and stuff like that. But yes, I'm a much more sensible character now. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> um, I uh, I wanted to give a shout out to a podcast that I've been listening to. I've been banging on to you about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, about it's a new, not a new crime podcast, but it's a crime podcast called Red Handed, and it's it's brilliant. It's red handed, all the one word, and it's not just crime. Like they cover loads of different. I suppose it is all crime, but it's not all like true crime, as in murders and stuff like that. They just cover lots of like famous things. So, like, uh, there was an episode, a three-parter where they covered, like, the Joseph Fritzl case. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, at the moment, they're covering the Jimmy Savile one and stuff like that. There's lots of, like, really weird, like, cases. There was a case about a guy called what General... What Jimmy Savile, like? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not a good guy, Andy. Huh? See, at the time when he came to visit you, it wasn't all right. Jim will fix it? Aye. It wasn't all right. What did he end? What? It wasn't all right. I'm not joking, but... What happened? <laughs> what, with Jimmy Savile? What, what did he do? They kill somebody. <laughs> You've been saying, fuck off. What's going on? Seriously. <laughs> Are you serious? Ah, I, well, I don't know what, what Jimmy Savile. He's a rampant. He was back like well back in the day, was he not? He's a rampant paedophile. Of course I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Your face, man. Fuck's sake. I thought you were on denial for when he touched you. Lion and Sinka. <laughs> I thought you were on denial for when he touched you. Um, <laughs> aye, so they've got the, only the first part of his one up, uh, and they've got this one with this guy. Uh, it's called General Butt Naked, and it's about a guy. I can't remember what country it's in, but he was like a warlord, and mm. some of the stuff this guy did. But the delivery is brilliant from the two of them. Like, uh, they sound like quite posh. They're English, and they sound quite posh. And at first, I was like, ah, I don't think, I don't think this is going to click. Like, I'm not. In, it was just a bit off putting the accents but like they're hilarious people their voice has been through you yeah. oh I definitely yeah, probably <laughs> some cheat coming for us but uh, no honestly it's, it's really it's one of the funniest it's, which is strange given how serious the subject matter is mm. it's one of the funniest podcasts I've possibly ever listened to I think the two of them are brilliant uh, and they've just reached 200 episodes so just seen that it's quite a lot of, of uh, uh, backtracking to go on really really good okay. well really. yeah go and give it a listen after you've listened to ours obviously yes after. and then left a review for us mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's one other thing that's, I, I don't want to put stuff in the news that's not E3 related mm-hmm. and this has been about for a couple of weeks apparently but did you hear about the guy some maniac I think it was like 1400 hours he spent doing this but on the PC version of Far Cry 5, he has modded the entire of, entirety of GoldenEye on the N64. So he's remade like every level of GoldenEye in Far Cry 5. 
Mm-hmm. Like obviously Gold. recently we had this sort of remake that never came out of Goldeneye and it was mm-hmm. nicer graphics, looked a bit better, but it was but still it played, janky. It played shit. Aye, it was still janky. Yeah. But this is basically Goldeneye but in the Far Cry 5 engine. Mm. Which sounds really fucking cool. So I haven't had a chance yet. Just been really busy this week. How did we get our hands on that? It's a free mod. If you own Far Cry 5, I think you can download it for free. On the PC? Yeah, PC only. Okay. But I'll, I'll try... It's what folk do in their spare time, isn't it? I'm sure the headline says he spent 1,400 hours on it. He did it himself. <sighs> wow. I'm sure, it was 14, I'm sure it was 1,400. But uh, I'll try and get a go of it for next week. Maybe do a video of it and I'll report back. But it mm-hmm. sounds cool. Because, yeah, it that does. was the one thing that was missing from that. 2008 remake or whatever was it been up, updated gameplay wise ah, it still yeah. played like a pile of shit yeah mm. but this would not because Far Cry's pretty good pretty good awesome okay what games have we been playing this week fire away good sir <laughs> uh, I have mainly been playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart yes. which oh. is looks amazing it really does it looks like a I mean I've been saying this for years to be fair I thought the 2016 one looked like a Pixar film Mm. it does but it turns out now that this looks like a Pixar film like it's got a photo mode and if you like zoom in there's like you know the little bolts you collect Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can see the reflections of everything on every individual bolt like, I don't know why they needed to go to this level, but they have, and it shows. Like, but that's looks... the type of developer that they are, though, and that's Aye. why they are one of the best developers. Because they looks... do all that, that kind of like stupid shit that doesn't matter. It's like uh, Rockstar, when you go into the sea with your guy, the water, it makes your clothes go, go to the exact level that he goes into the water. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that doesn't really matter, but the fact that they've done it just makes it so much more immersive. Nah. Stuff like that. But that's the thing, like that little detail doesn't matter, but they've got a thousand of those little details and they all in, add up. When they all add up, it yeah. adds up to something that's just unparalleled. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of similar, like it's just brilliant. The the weapons are so cool, it's sixty frames a second, it looks fucking amazing. Nah, I bet they, it's just smooth as anything to play. And like the level design's really cool, the enemies mm-hmm. are cool. I mean I'm maybe I think it takes about 10 hours and I'm about 4 hours in but it's really cool really really cool um, definitely definitely recommend it if you can get your hands on it um, also played a tiny bit more of Leisure Sweet Larry but just don't need to talk any more about that uh, played some more Carved Snowboarding uh, it's really cool I really like it it's a lot of fun it's that's kind- the VR one isn't yeah, it yeah it's for the Oculus Quest 2 it's awkward at first because you use your hands to sort of manoeuvre but when you get used to it like it's it's the same as anything like it becomes natural pretty quickly mm-hmm. and you like move your hat when you move your hands up into the air that's how you jump mm-hmm. and you actually get to do the tricks yourself and stuff like that so it's pretty cool it does like take a bit of getting used to and if you if you're standing up and you get motion sickness it could be a bit of an issue. Weirdly, even just you talking about it is making me feel a wee bit motion sickness. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about you playing it and what you're what you're describing to me there, and I'm a bit like, oh, oh it's, it's making you feel low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it does have that, but every VR game does. It's just a, it's almost like a barrier you need to get over. Like, because mm. I did get it at first. Can't remember what that stupid dinosaur game was called. I forgot. 
the name of it before when, on this podcast. But, but the more you play, the more you become accustomed. Do you think if I gave VR more time, yeah. it would... Because yeah, I got that at first. Your brain would become accustomed to yeah. it. I, think it I got that at first and I don't get it anymore. Okay. Although I didn't get it... Um, I didn't get it massively before. Like, I was sort of mm. okay. But there was a few times when I felt ill. I think the reason I've not invested a lot of time into my VR is because I, I do struggle after like an hour mm. or so. And it doesn't take long for my brain to start going, oh, this is a bit much. I think, I think though, that VR shouldn't really be played for more than an hour at a time. Right. Like, well, I don't according know. to the rules, no game should be played for more than an hour. Right, you should a 15-minute break every Imagine, hour. I, How are you supposed I, to get any gaming done? I know. I've just got to <laughs> walk around the house every 15 minutes. <laughs> No like, I'm an athlete. My new watch has got that sort of thing turned on where you have to get up. It like buzzes at you to be like, you've not stood up. Be active. Yeah. Uh, I've heard you oh, swear yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, fuck off. I'm not getting and up. And I then like, you just start doing that when you yeah, move your arm. I, I find it strange because right. I have been up with a hour, but obviously just not enough. So. <laughs> what are you doing, Jess? I'm working out. <laughs> just firing this arm all over the place. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, finally, after last week's annoyance i got the platinum for super soccer blast america oh, versus woo-hoo. europe Round of applause. but annoyingly oh yeah i was not the first in the world to get it no oh, what happened was when the game disappointment i know <laughs> so at midnight on the thursday when the game actually launched that's when they dropped the patch alongside it mm. and so some do-gooder downloaded it and had it platinum within an hour and a half of it releasing oh, so I think I was 6th or 7th so that was honestly I just I love how he's like he's having a go at these folk but he was like 6th one and a year later I platinumed it like a year after it came out no number 6 such and he's a... calling number 1 a fucking do good a motherfucking <laughs> geek such a bitter pill to swallow but you know and other than that just I went on a wee bit of a run. There was because of this sale they've got in the PlayStation Store just now. Uh, the shitty platinum games that I don't have were all down to like one fifty or something like that. So I picked up a bunch of them and platinumed about seven or eight other games. Have you been spending money that you've not told me about? Yes. Have you got like a shitty platinum account? Is <laughs> that a shitty, shitty platinum bank account? Excuse me. Who who got dragged? Out on Sunday morning mm-hmm. to pay for a new car. <laughs> yes, a new but I authorised that spending of right. your money. Dragged out, right? <laughs> Dragged out like a child. All I wanted to do was sit and play my computer games, and she's like, "No, we're going to the car dealership." So I go along. And do you know what? <laughs> dragged out like a child. I just wanted to sit and play my games. <laughs> and, do you know, and you're not doing much of an argument. It gets worse, right? So I had to sit and I had to sit there. So I bought the car, and for being such a good little boy and sitting nicely, I got a KFC in the way home. That's what she treated me to. A KFC in the way home because I was so well behaved that I sat there and I kept my mask on and I was well behaved. <laughs> just mask on. <laughs> The kids were like, Dad, you did really well there. Well done. <laughs> Good one, Dad. Yeah, they're most excited about the fact that it's got cup holders in the middle seat. Aye, because they were going to flip and drink me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Not. Uh, I played some dirt. Five. Not right. Not just mm. the soil. Mm-hmm. All the car excitement just got me wanting to, you know, drive mm. around virtually. Um, yeah, it's good with the... Dual sense controller. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, nice. Bit harder though. 
No, I wouldn't say it's harder, but like, I don't know, the acceleration, I don't know, doesn't feel as... No, compared to the braking, like the braking when you push the button, like I feel it's quite hard, whereas the acceleration's softer. Hmm. Right. Um, That's almost the opposite of what you'd expect. It could very well be, though, with the different tension in it with the buttons. Yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Um, I don't know how much it enhanced the experience, to be honest. Um, Probably a lot of that's subconscious as well. Yeah, true. I mean, you're used to it vibrating anyway, Mm -hmm. but... um, yeah, it was good. I'm not I've willing, still to, try willing it. to go to the platinum, but yeah. I've still to try it. We've had it on Xbox, and I was like, right, I'm going to hold off because apparently the dual sense is really good. Then we got it on PlayStation. Still not played it. It's good. I've, I've deleted it now because I needed space to play uh, Doom. Right. But when I was playing it, it was a good game. I've not deleted it because it was shit. Yeah. I've deleted it because... I'm not much a driving game yeah. fan. Ah, you can appreciate how good it is, but you get your fill. I totally appreciate it. It's an awesome game. Yeah. But I, I kind of had my fill after a couple of hours playing it, really. I was like, this is pretty cool, but and if I was a driving fan, like a driving game fan, I could totally see people plowing hours into that. Mm. Uh, but I need, I need space for Doom, which I got through through Boomerang Rentals. How are you finding that? It's pretty. Like, the gunplay is amazing. Which Doom? Doom or Doom Eternal? Eternal. Eternal. Uh, um, it looks it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. The the gunplay is insane. Uh, only played like an hour or so, uh, but it's hard. It's see, hard. I noticed that. Like, I got I've got it, and I think I've played maybe about an hour, mm-hmm. and I just I got sidetracked. Like, it, frantic shooters aren't really my thing but I could appreciate how good it's it was frantic. Uh, it's frantic it is frantic I felt like I wasn't good enough to be good at it but if you were you could almost just be like yeah I don't know very kinetic with it yeah um, uh, it was really cool Aye. it was cool okay so E3 it spanned four days and produced far less excitement than previous years, but there is still plenty to talk about from this year's all-virtual E3. The E3 schedule was fairly packed with announcements, with Sony and EA being the only major absentees. So let's go through some of the standout moments and takeaways. First up was the Ubisoft Forward event. The highlights shown were Watch Dogs Legion Bloodline DLC, Rainbow Six Extraction gameplay, Riders Republic gameplay and a September 2nd, 21 release date, Far Cry 6 trailer and the premiere of Villains DLC, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hopes announced coming 2022, and Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was announced as well. What did we think of that one? I thought the Ubisoft show was shite. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was shite. I really did. I don't mm. know. Like, I really like Ubisoft as well. It seems like they have on years and off years. Like see in the years when they're announcing like the new Assassin's Creed and stuff like you're like, oh yeah, it's brilliant. Because Assassin's Creed's every second year now, this is like the in between year. Mm-hmm. So like they had they did announce some stuff for Assassin's Creed, but it was like, Oh, here's some extra content. Here's like, like, more content that will allow you to <laughs> never finish the game. Aye. Fucking <sighs> Assassin's Creed's pretty much a gaming platform on its own. The, I thought that Bloodlines DLC for Watch Dogs sounded kind of cool. It, it had the guy, Aiden Pierce and 
was he named Marcus from the second one? I had them coming back into Christ it. Christ knows. Which might be cool, because maybe they're going to like tie it back together. So that looked all right. But, the, see, to be honest, I, I would never have thought this going in, but one of the things that impressed me was that Riders Republic. Mm-hmm. Like, I played Steep, which was a sort of, this is almost like a spiritual sequel to it, a bit more mad, and I didn't like Steep. Who just, was that? Was, snowboarding? Uh, well, it was snowboarding, or you could... I think there was a bunch of different types of things you could use, but oh, like, Riders Republic is the one where you can like be on winter a... Winter games almost. Right, that, aye, Riders Republic, you can be on a bike, you can be on skis, you can right. be on, I think, ATVs, you can be on loads of different things, mm-hmm. and it looked all right, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, the snowboarding was, like, over the top, so you could do, like, a lot, or you could do, like, ten flips while doing, like, an ollie or something. Like, it seemed... I don't know, it just seemed quite a bit of fun, which I wasn't expecting. So I think it might be all right. I thought it looked quite cool. I don't think that many people were that high on it. Um, and then the Far Cry stu- uh, 6 stuff was quite cool. They showed off like a trailer, which just made it look like Far Cry 6 was even better. Mm-hmm. But it looks great anyway. But then they announced a DLC plan for Far Cry 6, which is a bit early given that the game's not out for like four months. But the <laughs> DLC for it, you saw all the villains from the older games. So it showed you, like, Vass, and remember Joseph Seed, the, like, uh, yeah. cult guy, and um, Pagan Min. So they mm-hmm. showed you all them, and whatever the DLC is, apparently you're controlling the villains. But it didn't give much away apart from that, but I thought that's maybe quite cool. Because mm-hmm. the only problem with those le- previous Far Cry games was that you, the villains weren't there often enough. So I don't know what they're going to do, but apparently you control them. So that sounds quite cool. Although I'm never a massive fan of when games start announcing DLC before the actual game's even out. Yeah, because you know it's already kind of done and it's just been held back. I mean, it could be free. Does it say free? No. I think they mentioned something about a season pass or something Mm. like that. So I can't imagine. There's no many many companies out there that do free DLC. No. Unless they're, to, unless they're trying to make good on something. Mm. Like, apparently the Cyberpunk DLC is going to be free, but that's probably to stop a court case. Yeah, it's compensation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only other the other thing was, did you, did you see the trailer for Avatar? It was, like, right at the end. No. What the fuck? I don't get this. Right, that I've film, never... I didn't like the film. I, I walked out of the cinema. Oh, did you? Not because it was so terrible. I was up in Glasgow at the time and I was, I think I had like a dinner date or something like that back down the road. And I was like, how fucking long is this film? We went to see the, the film and I was like, this just, this thing's never ending. How and eventually I was like, I need to go. I need to get back down the road. So I just had to leave. So I've never seen the end of it. But what I did see, I was there for about two hours and it was okay, but it wasn't great. I mean, that <sighs> film came out in 2009. Two hours and 42 minutes, guys. Aye. I saw maybe about two hours and ten minutes or something. And, and I meant to watch you. the end of it, but I'd had enough. It's got an 83 meta score. I don't understand. I don't know anybody that likes it. I don't I don't like it. No. no. I've never met anybody that said it was a good film, but no. it's, it's really highly regarded. I, know, I don't, I don't understand. I've never actually seen it. Right. So. Is it James Cameron that made it? Yeah. yeah. I think he's just going about telling everybody it's good and it's just became public conscious because I don't know anybody that liked it. No. And the weirdest part is... So that film came out in 2009, and ever since, he's been working on... on the other ones. Or pretty much working on the other ones, and yeah. they're making them all simultaneously. Yep. And then they're going to release them. So, like, the next one's due out in 2022, 
Then there's one due out in 2023, 24, and 25, oh, I think. That's insane. That. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they've made this game that people are sort of gathering might come out around the time of the film next year. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's been that long. See, Avatar, there was a lot of like jumping about and stuff like that in it, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. It's a first-person game, apparently. An open-world first-person game. <laughs> Surely it would be, like, third-person. Like, when they first announced the game, my instant thought was, I don't know why I jumped to this, but I thought Enslaved. And that was mm-hmm. a really cool game, and maybe it could be something like that. I that don't know why cool that jumped game. into my head. I just thought, that, that could be cool. cool. But it's a first-person. I don't know. The game sounds weird. The films sound weird. I don't want any part of it. I want them to. I want. I want them to put it in the fucking Mario Brothers film de evolution machine and get it to fuck. <laughs> okay. Next up was Xbox. You had a really impressive showing. It would take too long to go through everything that they showed off, but we'll talk about some of the highlights. So Starfield got an in-engine trailer, and it was dated interestingly for November eleventh, twenty twenty-two. Very specific, but still a long time away. Really weird. Who who dates a game 17 months out? I don't know, it's a strange one. I like remember winter 2022 would have probably sufficed, yeah. but yeah. I, I, I maintain that I think because they've not got much this year, they just want to show people, look, it's coming. Mm. Plus, apparently, I saw someone tweeting that apparently Skyrim came out on 11-11. So they do have like previous with that date, like Bethesda seemed to like that date. But you don't know, at this point surely you don't know what else is coming out at that time. I know. Because you choose your window carefully, don't you? It's like movies. with competition, yeah. yeah, Movies and albums, they all choose their release dates carefully for what else is out in the market. Am I going to get swamped out because fucking... ACDC are bringing a new album and everyone's going to want that so I'll just get drowned out in the market so I'll release mine in a month's time I wonder if they just don't care anymore because it's on Game Pass mm. they're not really that bothered about selling units oh. but it was, it was, I thought it was a bit disappointing that they just showed I mean it looked gorgeous but they didn't show any gameplay it was just a sort of an engine shot of the world we don't really know what the game's about I wanted to see more. I don't know. It sounds kind of cool, but until you show us what it is, it's hard to get excited about it. Okay, we also got a Stalker 2 trailer. What did we think of that? Did you, were you talking before? Did you play the first Stalker no. game? I've never played it either. I, I don't know, the trailer just looked a bit weird. Apparently, some people are excited about it. Like, it, Apparently it's a three-month exclusive, so I think it's coming to PlayStation as well. And by all accounts, the first game was good, but I don't think I played it. Um, so I don't really have much to say on it, but okay. another game coming. Uh, that was dated as well, wasn't it? I can't remember. I didn't put the date down. It's coming on... Don't, I'll be in the corrections. <laughs> Maybe January 28th. There we go. That judgy look, he's just gave me, just dressed That's me down. That's in the corrections. Just dressed me down. Uh, it's, they dated it, it was either January or February, but they've dated it already, because it was almost, in fact, no, I think it was April 28th. It was April 28th, because it was almost a year out. Okay. So that's two, I've never, ever heard a two dates been given for the next year, back to back in a conference. Okay, next up, back for a Blood trailer we saw. It was announced as a, 
as day one on Xbox Game Pass, October 12th, 2021. We've spoken about uh, Back for Blood before, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. You you seem to think we can play it solo, Andy? Because that was uh, it's the same way that um, Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead was. Yeah, you can play, you can play that, with you? the players bo- are bots. Uh, someone, I saw someone t- uh, tweeting about how you have to be online, but I think you still can't yeah. play with AI bots. Mm-hmm. Which sounds quite cool. I was kind of on the fence about this. Like it's, um, I suppose maybe we would have got a code through, but it's not something that I necessarily would have wanted to pay sixty quid for or something no. like that. But again, that's what's good about Game Pass now. They're going to put it on their day one, so I'll try it out. Pretty cool. It's a good get. Okay, we saw an interesting reveal trailer for a game called Contraband. Yeah, it's another. <laughs> Could be a football game for all we know. <laughs> it was weird, wasn't it? It mm. looked really cool. Aye. But. Didn't, didn't reveal no, anything for no. the reveal trailer. I mean, they basically had to put two fucking Polaroids up mm. on pegs to tell us that it was co op and open world. Because they. Mm. I mean, that's how little they showed. I don't know. There was, a, there was quite a few things in this <laughs> Xbox conference that were like. I don't know. They showed that they're they're going to have an amazing lineup, but it still left you going. When? Yeah. When? And like, as soon as we seen the co-op picture, we both went, groaned. "Oh no!" I groaned. <laughs> like, hopefully, it'll be available single player as well. Like, it's co-op's optional. Like, mm-hmm. that's what a lot of these games do, and it's made by Avalanche. It's the, the guys that did uh, Just Cause. So if you're trying to get an idea of what the game will be like, I pretty much think it's going to be just cause with a different protagonist, and that's all. Because like even just cause was heavily about like drugs getting moved about and stuff like that. Mm. So maybe they'll have it ready quite soon then, because it could just be almost like a reskin. Hopefully it's good though. Look cool. Okay, we also saw Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is now on Game Pass. Yeah, it's really weird. This see for so long those Yakuza games were like I think for ages I thought it was PlayStation that made them because they were always PlayStation games, mm-hmm. and that's like it was almost like oh that's PlayStation's Japanese Grand Theft Auto. That's the way I mm. always used to look at it, and they're very uh, Japanese though, very yeah. quirky gameplay and like the choices. A lot of the choices are really weird, like too too weird for me sometimes. It's heavily. Text based as well. It's yeah. a lot of reading. Nah, I'm not fan of that. You can't read. Yeah, uh, no, I struggle quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> I got I got about two hours into Yakuza Zero, and I was enjoying it, but I got distracted, so I maybe go back to it. Like a Dragon mm. sounds cool, but they're all in Game Pass now. Those Yakuza games. I don't know for how long, but um, they're all the fighting's cool. The fighting. See, is that quite was cool. the one part I wasn't that keen on. Right. I think I wanted it to be Sleeping Dogs. Because oh, I love the gate, the fighting yeah. that. Whereas to me, the fighting seemed more like Tekken or something, which was yeah. cool. Mm. But I was sort of wanting a more Batman, Sleeping Dogs type thing. Ah, I know what you mean. But I know everyone loves it. I think this new one, like a dragon's turn based. I think. Oh right, that's right. Uh, I don't know about that. Final Fantasy push mm-hmm. streaming into it. Okay, there was 10 more Bethesda games added to Game Pass as well. Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Wolfenstein. Oh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Rage, The Evil Within 2, Arx, Fatalist, Dishonored, Death of Outsider and Doom. 
I'll, I'll be honest, I, I thought all those games were already on it. <laughs> I just assumed that when they bought Bethesda, they all were put on. But Wolfenstein's I mean, a good game. It's fucking brilliant. Aye. That, I, I thought that, especially Wolfenstein 2, that yeah. Colossus game, I thought that was one of the best first-person shooters I've played in yeah. years. Story's amazing as well. So difficult. Though. Yeah, it's a good game. In that fact, Rage I, is shite. See, like Rage and Rage 2. Uh, they're shit. They're so shit. I played them. I, I, them, look, I think I won both of them. But it's so them. disappointing because it's the concept is quite cool, but just the it's, execution it's almost, is it's bad. It's a bit Mad Max, isn't it? Yeah, um, but then there is actually a Mad Max game which uh, is fucking amazing. Uh, I've completed that twice now, and I I say that as if like it's, but I don't play many games over. Yeah, you know, but that one I played again. It's a fucking belter of a game. I need to play it. I played like an hour. Oh, you've not, you've this, only played it? Distra- I've only played like an hour. Oh, wow. And I've, I, like I bought I it so you can get it on the American account. Oh, right. Cool. So it's, it's on there. Right. I'll check it out with all my free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's something you'll never check it out. I'd like you never, to. You never will now because it's just too far going <sighs> that you've got too much new stuff to play, but you're missing out on that classic game. But at the same point, I think that we're getting to a point with COVID where there's going to be a lull. Like, there's so much stuff getting delayed that backlogs are going to start getting activated. <laughs> like, there's so much stuff going to get pushed to 2022 that I think... Activate I the think, backlog. I think there'll be some time. That's my hope, anyway. Okay. How long is it? About 30 hours or something? Uh, I mean, it depends on you as a player, but because yeah. we, we like to skewer... Right. <laughs> <laughs> you are a completionist, don't you? Um, probably about 25 hours. That's not bad. Uh, not too bad. Okay, next up, 12 minutes was dated for August 19th. Yes! Yeah! That looks cool as fuck. It looks really cool. This is something so different as well. Uh, it's, it's mad the amount of like, famous actors they've got in it as well. Yeah. I can't even, all I can remember off the top of my head now is Willem Dafoe, but they listed like about four quite big actors. And it just, it's, I mean, it could be shite, because all I've seen is little clips, but it sounds like a really cool idea. I don't think it will be shit though. I had the something about it. I, just, think, I, I really hope it is going to be good. Only people I've, that's on here is Willem Dafoe, James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley. Aye, that's fucking three good folk though. There aye. won't be that many actors in it. I mean, it's obviously Oh, that'll be it, won't it? Because that's the killer, and then the two. I think people. so, aye. It's, it's pretty much going to be that, but it just. I don't know. I'm so glad it's finally got a date. Like, it was supposed to come out at the tail end of last year. Right. Then they delayed it and said they'd have an announcement at the beginning of next year. And then they've went quiet until this week. It's crazy. So, I hope it's not like a... This will be like a test for how much they charge for this. Because mm. it does seem cool and it's... £60 for this, though? No, it's definitely not £60. Yeah, because that would just seem a bit much. No. I feel as if you kind of just have, like, here's a new release, £60. No, they definitely You've got to judge it on what type of game it is. No, and this, how much... this, this is like, quote-unquote, a downloadable game. Yeah. The maximum, absolute maximum will be £30, quid, but I think uh, it'll be 20 So that's what I mean, though, like, for stuff like, for Leisure Suit Larry... Actually, it shouldn't be 60, 50 quid or whatever. That should be like it's a 40, 20, 25. way too much. Um, but like a... Like dirt, you're going to get a lot of game out. Mm-hmm. If you know you like driving game, you're going to buy that and you're going to get so much hours out of that, mm-hmm. aren't you? So like paying 60, 70 pounds for that is... Look, I deem that as all right. Same way as like with football games. Oh, how, yeah. how much 
how many hours do we get out of that? That if you calculated it to how much you paid for it, it'd be crazy. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not suggesting this, but they could charge me 150 pounds for a football game, and I would still get my money's worth over the course yeah. of a year. Aye, don't, don't do it. <laughs> but I, I could. Right, here's the synopsis for 12 minutes. What should a re- be a romantic evening with your wife turns into a nightmare when a police detective breaks into your home, accuses your wife of murder, and beats you to death? Definitely sent America then, eh? It's mental that that's the game. 12 minutes. Sounds 12 minutes. An interactive like thriller about a man trapped in a time loop. The thing is, as well, I mean, you get the fuck. feeling that it's going to be one of these things that, like, within two days, there's probably a guide up that can let you complete it in about three minutes. No, <laughs> I mean, no, or 12 it, minutes. Is it going to work its way to the shitty platinum section? It could. I mean, look at the graphics. You I can see if this fucker doesn't have a platinum. Look I'll at that, Jess. You can tell that's a spoon. <laughs> you can tell that's a spoon. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been published by Anna Purna, and they are like they're ten, I think they're a film studio. They're like an art house sort of film studio, and they've started in conjunction with Ratalika. Nice, so <laughs> I couldn't get their grubby wee mitts in this if they fucking tried. But uh, I, Anna Purna, they're putting out lots of like kind of art housey games. Like they're a really interesting studio. Like it's got to the point now where like I look up Anna Purna to see games that have been published by them because they're always really mm. interesting. Like there was a game shown off last year called Stray, and you're a cat. Stray. Like you play as a cat. Right. And they never showed off much more than that, but that's Annapurna as well, and it look again looks really different and cool. Pardon me. Okay, so just six days later, on August twenty fifth, you can get your hands on Psychonauts two. Boom! I'll be playing this. Aye, looks good. Definitely it does looks good. look good, but then I was saying to you when you compare it to Ratchet and Clank, Aye. I was like, mm. it was a <laughs> poor man's project. It was a bit of a shame man's. that this had to be shown off forty eight hours after Ratchet and Clank came out. I mean, they're not going for the same art style. No. It's a much smaller studio, mm-hmm. but people are going to compare it. It looked like yeah. a fucking N sixty four game yeah. next to Ratchet and Clank, which is unfortunate because it'll be good. It will be good. Yeah, and it's not. They're not going for. Pixar or whatever yeah, like yeah. detail but aye it, it was very but obvious. folk will unfairly aye. judge it because it's another platform I mean I, I I even did like I was playing Ratchet and Clank and then I turned on the Xbox like showcase and I was like oh jeez mm-hmm. really but by the time That's it comes shame. you'll get over that <laughs> okay uh, Party Animals was also announced the multiplayer physics based brawler akin to gang beasts I've never heard that. I don't know this. Looked kind of funny, but. Mm, Thought we're excited about it, so I included it, but. Mm, I don't know. Next up, Halo and. Oh no, sorry. Hades was announced coming day one to Game Pass on August 13th this year. I'm excited about that. We spoke about that a couple of weeks That's ago. That's the one coming... that won, like, Game of the yeah, Year. Nah, it won a lot of Game of the Year awards. It was only on Switch and PC. It's also coming to PlayStation on the mm-hmm. same day. Uh, but it doesn't not, look like my kind of thing. No, it's not. It's like a top-down isometric kind of yeah. um, fighting game. It's one of these. It's like Returnal. Mm-hmm. Like right. you die, you start over. 
Um, but you, with, with uh, Hades, from what I saw, like you keep your upgrades, so you're constantly with, with Returnal, you're pretty much back to scratch each time. Right. Whereas with Hades, you do level up and you do. I don't. Know, there was something. See the gameplay; it was just really responsive. A bit like Returnal, to be fair, really responsive. And even though it was top, no, it's not top down. It's like sort of. I can't remember what the perspective's called when it's sort of side on, like isometric. That's, uh, not, that's what I thought. Um, but it it looks really cool. It plays really well. It's really cool. It's a very very cool game. I'd been holding off so I could play it on Xbox or PlayStation. So I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Next up, Halo Infinite was shown off. The multiplayer will be free to play, and it's coming holiday twenty twenty one. This was weird. I checked out some because it's they've done some work on it obviously, and there was old screenshots compared to now, and they've lo- it's it's looking so much better even back I, from I when never they, saw the side of Does it look a lot better? Yeah, yeah, a lot better. It felt like it did in the trailer look better. I just I don't know what's going on with this game. Like, hmm. I, I think it will come out this this holiday, but the multiplayer fucking, will be free to play. Who the fuck charges for multiplayer? <laughs> no, but I mean, they mean the whole multiplayer section. You don't have to buy the game. But then, almost anyone... Oh, really? Aye. But almost anyone that's got an Xbox has got Game Pass. So you're kind of getting the game for part of it anyway. Right. So that seemed a bit weird. But it's, it's a nice touch, because not everybody's got Game Pass. And... Mm, that's quite cool. It's is, it is cool, yeah. but I just thought... It wouldn't, it wouldn't have been that weird if it wasn't for the fact that they started the show by giving you a date for Starfield yeah. 17 months out yeah, yeah. and then a date for Stalker 11 months out but then Halo uh, coming this holiday right quickly move on uh, which but everyone thought well, that's the gonna, one that's going to be more prone to coming out sooner mm-hmm. well it's supposed to come out it says holiday 2021 yeah. so it's coming out a year before Starfield but they can't give no a date, date for Halo because mm. I thought there's no shit about it yet I don't know. I think it's. I think there's trouble. It's getting polished to fuck. That's what it is. Nah, hopefully, they're, po- hopefully they're polishing it, comes... it to an inch of its life. That's Ho- what they're doing. Hopefully, they're not polishing a turd. <laughs> like, I hope it's really good, but there's. I don't know. I just think there's a couple of warning signs here. <laughs> Why are they not dating it? Like this got delayed from what polishing November last year. Folk thought it was going to come out in early this year, and, and it still, didn't. And, still no, it, and yeah. now it's holiday. 2021. Hopefully it's good. Okay, next up. Replaced was announced with a gameplay trailer with a 2022 window given for that one. This looked quite cool. The What was it? The atmosphere looked quite cool. Yeah. It almost the, the combat reminded me like a bit of Batman or something like, like mm. side-scrolling. I don't know. Looked it, interesting. Uh, it did. It looked like one to check out. Looks pretty cool. But I don't. Then again, with these trailers, they didn't spend that much time on it, so you don't get that much of a feel for it. Hopefully, there's look at events down the line. We get a bigger, a bigger look at it. But it looks cool. Definitely. Looks these cool. you more just get a vibe, don't you? Really, for these Aye. a lot of these trailers, it's more like is this the kind of vibe that I like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to actually seeing what it's about. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's like time. it's like trying to pique your interest yeah. so that the next time that's shown you go oh I remember that oh I mm-hmm. see if they actually uh, show me something this time okay the Outer Worlds 2 was teased as well but just a logo for that one yeah I really did love this trailer I thought it was very well done it's one of the most talked about things at E3 <laughs> ah, it was so well done though very self aware aye 
Aye, it was cool. Just I the like... way it starts with it, because it is like so cliche. <laughs> when it's a new animal, will this animal be in the game? Probably not. <laughs> and then it's like men running in slow motion. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just shooting guns aimlessly. Music that goes wow. <laughs> I was pissed myself watching it. Aye, I liked that a lot. It made, I, I just, like, the one thing like, I loved out of the first Outer Worlds game, I was just like, oh man, this must be so far away. It made me want to play that... the Outer Worlds and give it another go. Because I, uh, I played about five five hours, maybe, of Outer Worlds. It's got good humour, and it? It's that sort yeah, of humour. I don't know why. It wasn't as if I, I thought it was bad or anything like that. I think I just had other games that I more wanted to play. Aye. Um, you need to be in the mood for certain games. Yeah. Like, it's very much Timing. a Fallout-style Exploration, loot every single thing inside. But it looks, it looks a hundred things better. Aye, the, and ga- it plays the game all direction, better. yeah. Because yeah. that that old Fallout, I don't know if they used no, no, a new engine. That was Angus when on it. Because um, the old Fallout games, they all look the same. Aye, all, aye, Outer Worlds, I think was a different engine. Aye, they're all working from that ancient engine that aye. just needs updated now. Well, see, that's the one you like. No one knows yet if Starfield's in that Fallout engine. Oh, surely God. it's not. I can't surely. take it anymore. I can't. It's aye. so it's so dated, and I've just like I've played so many Fallout games that you're just so used to the way it plays, and it's always it's always the same. I just uh, I can't be damn it anymore. They need to update that. Engine. You fall just into a pattern straight away. Or same again. Yep, you just get logged into it. Okay, do you think you'll be in the mood for Microsoft Flight Simulator? Coming on the Xbox Series X and S version. No. D- dated for July 27th. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a game I would have much interest no. in. Dr. John Castles will be around here oh, for a shot will. of it. He'll used to love Flight Simulator. Mm. Is it like proper... Is the maps just like 2D? Or is it like proper cities? Like like Street View almost? Because that would be cool as fuck actually. Well it is. Like you're... You're gonna get me absolutely buried in this fucking. Just because then you would get section. such a you would get such an idea of where places are in the world. Like go for a wee flight and then just. My understanding is like that it, you could. <laughs> my understanding is that you could fly over like small towns and see recognisable streets. Oh, that's cool. And, and then potentially crash into them. I suppose. What I'd like to see as well like is like. Style. I don't know how they would. Do it. So you've got like you know how you I don't know if you know this but there's different maps, like different ways of presenting the countries. So the I think the the one that we know is called the Meriden map. I think that's the, that's the uh, one that's right, that we yeah. know, and it's the one you look at when you know a map. Okay. There's another one. I forget what it's called though, but it more represents the actual size of the countries. And you will be like you look at this, and you'll just have a heart attack. Honestly, the way, because uh, that that Meriden map is more designed to make countries like America and that's and countries that are on the top seem bigger and more important. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Africa and everything's on the bottom. Yeah. But Africa and everything's bigger than right. all the other countries. I'm no joking. See if you look at this up later. Uh, just at the so this other map's night, like more accurate. It's more accurate. Because the other one was designed at a time when it was more to help, uh, like pi- privateers and everything navigate the ocean. Right. So it helped them with the lines and that, and it helped them more get from point A to B. 
but it's totally out like the size of the countries is not accurate at all. This this other map is more. This is what the country's size are actually like, and you'll look at it and and honestly you'll be, you'll start to feel sick because you're like, what, what I'm looking at? This is and weird. we all know that size matters. So yes, we do exactly. Every so often, seriously you, check it out. Every so often, you come out with like a wee gem. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Play. Honestly, check it out. It's it's so weird when I when I discovered it, I was for a couple of hours that was me I was down a YouTube internet rabbit hole just looking at all this because I was fascinated by it and I was just like how can this be this is what I'm used to but this is the size of the country I was isn't much because I was in the middle mm-hmm. so we're not spread to differently but see Africa and things like that the size of those countries in like Mexico mm-hmm. you'll be surprised how big Mexico actually is compared to America right when it's actually made to seem quite small in comparison the way the map is the now. Uh, but it's fucking insane. Honestly, it's so insane to, to look at. It's worth, it's worth a wee hour of your time. Oh, definitely. Where, where do you think Jimmy Savile touched him? <laughs> here, here, <laughs> here. Okay, another game that I'm sure our dear friend Mr Castles will be around for is Forza Horizon Five. It was announced with a trailer shown off and dated for November 9th, 2021. I did see the trailer for this and it looked amazing. And it said in the bottom, this is all 4K in-game engine footage. And I was like, no, it's fucking no. No chance. It looked amazing. I mean, we obviously watched on a stream, so didn't get even the full effect, but what we saw was amazing. Well, that's the thing. We watched the stream live, and all live streams are streamed at 1080p. So I've Uh, been meaning to for days now to go back and watch it in 4K now because the 4K version's on YouTube. mm -hmm. And on the 4K TV because we watched it. Ah, because we watched it on 1080p, but like, it just looked mental. It really did. Like, I... I'm not that big on racing games, but this is one of my most anticipated games of the year now. Definitely. Forza Horizon 4 is brilliant. Brilliant. Like, easily the best racing game I've ever played. Mm. And this looks madness. I, I liked a lot of the kind of just little kind of quirky little things that looked like you could do. There was like um, driving over bowling pins and popping balloons I... and pinatas and stuff like that. It just, I don't know, it's just an additional thing that you maybe don't get normally in racing games. Th- that's why I prefer the Horizon games to the Forza Motorsport ones because the Motorsport ones like a bit like Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Like they take themselves quite seriously mm-hmm. and it's all about like the exhaust. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe the mm-hmm. wheels. Maybe. <laughs> the rims but Horizon seems to be a bit more of an arcade no it's not an arcade racer but it's a it's like a step towards arcade from more yeah. a bit more fun with Aye, and it's uh, it's really cool the Can't world wait. they've built for this game though just looks insane mm-hmm. that Me- Mexico, Mexico is it yeah. yeah it's Mexico oh my god I know god. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> massive I know it's massive, massive. <laughs> it looks insane this it looks does. They were like doing like little slow mos of like the grass and then looking up into a canyon, and you're like, if that's the actual graphics, and they went to that much effort just for grass be. and yeah. stuff. Well, it says something about they'd like put like photo or photo realism, uh-huh, and like they'd like spent they'd like left cameras uh-huh. filming the sky for like twenty four hours and then taking it all 
And just put that in the game. Aye. It's just fucking aye. In fact, when this podcast finishes, I'm watching that trailer because mm. I want to see it in 4K. Mm. Aye, let's watch, aye, aye. Let's watch we it. We have spoke it, about before, I'm sure, like graphics and like can they really get much better yeah. but this is an example of yes they can but they can yeah. get better than this surely <laughs> see that like this is going to annoy people right because there is a lot of people who listen to this podcast that are big racing game fans but one thing that i did when i was looking at it i was going right as cool as this looks it feels like this world is wasted on just a racing game <laughs> like mm. i'm like could you not use this world for an open world something game as well because it looks really fucking cool but they won't obviously no. well, it's the same guys that are making Fable so it's quite exciting for that a uh, Fable that looks, crossover I, a Fable looks as good as that looks then you're driving about then some guy just fucking transports <laughs> in with a wee sword <laughs> <laughs> okay and last up for Xbox we had Redfall announced and a CG trailer shown it was dated for summer 2022 Thought it looked cool. Uh, looks like a co-op shooter. Aye, from the hints heavily. that I got, four 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 playable characters with different types of fucking guns, so different classes, obviously. Yeah. Same old shit. I love Arcane though. Like I'm willing to give them as much of the benefit of the doubt. Like if they will mm. let me play this without other people, I will play it because it looks really cool. I'm very skeptical about summer 2022 though. Like <laughs> Deathloop's not even out yet. And they're obviously still working yeah. on that. I don't know how big their team is, but that's getting pushed. That won't we, no, we won't see that until twenty twenty three. Well, it said I don't know. It said it was like an I think it's like an offshoot studio of Arcane. Oh, was it's it? Arcane, but I think it's obviously another team. Yeah, Ugh, um, maybe then I don't know. Again, so, though, I just felt like could you not show us a bit of gameplay if you're a year away from release? Yeah, but I don't know. It seems to be quite a theme with Xbox. Sometimes they're not. Like, I think it's just the way they choose to show stuff. Like, CG trailers look better than gameplay trailers, inherently, because they just, like, CG trailers mm. are going to look better. Mm. But I think gamers prefer to see what they're going to experience. Yeah. Like, but there's Xbox conferences in the past that have been criticised for too much CG trailers. And I think this was a bit heavy on that again, although the stuff they showed looked cool. And I'm all about Arcane. I love Arcane. Okay, so we mentioned Nintendo earlier. They had a few announcements of Note. A 2D Metroid game entitled Metroid Dread was announced for October 9th. Mario Party Superstars was shown and dated for October 29th. The sequel to Hidden Gem Zelda Breath of the Wild was also shown and is apparently coming in 2022. No Switch Pro was announced. No Super Switch. I think it's because they know fine well it should be called the Super Switch, but it wasn't called the Super Switch, and now they need to go back and change it. Oh and no, call last it minute rebrand. The Super Switch. debating it. It was a shite conference. I'd said on Twitter that out of fucking just badness, I wasn't going to even mention Nintendo, which it wasn't very good. Like, I quite like Mario Party, they're quite cool. The Mario Party games are, but if you've got a group of people, the mini games are quite fun, but it's something you play once or twice as we did with the one we've got, mm. and then you just don't play again. Mm. And I don't care one iota about Metroid. Oh, I, l- I loved the Metroid. It was on the Nintendo, not Nintendo, the GameCube. It was a, I think it was just called Metroid Prime. And ah, it, was it was amazing. I remember just loving it. Absolutely loved it. But that was it. Yeah. I, the only one I liked before that was the original one. 
Right. Which was on the SNES or whatever. See, I'm pretty sure they announced Metroid 4 about five years ago, and they've just never mentioned it since. Maybe it was <laughs> four years ago or something like that, but it's supposed to have been uh, coming for ages, I think, when this flashed up, and then it turned out to be a 2D... Fought with this point, probably. What the fuck, uh, they did also show off a bit of Mario Golf as well, which looks kind of cool, but I don't know. Like, every time I watch this stuff, I'm just like, the Switch just isn't really for me. Like, I pick, I'll pick it up and play the top-level Nintendo exclusives because they're great and it's the only place you can play them. But see, outside of that, I'd much rather play the PlayStation and Xbox. Mm. Much rather. Like, even our son goes through large spells and not even putting on. Yeah, true. Like, but then, he, he, to be fair to him, sometimes the Switch won't go on for, like, two months. And then he'll put it on for something, and he'll be like, he'll remember all the stuff yeah. that's on it, and then he'll be playing it constantly for a, a couple of weeks. But, I mean, we, we do go long periods without touching it. Mm-hmm. Ah, not a huge, not a huge fan, apart from the first party stuff. Okay, there were various other conferences throughout E3, but mostly delivered very little big announcements. The biggest two were Elden Ring being announced for January 21st, 2022, uh, released it at the end of Summer Game Fest, and Square Enix, who not only announced their rumoured Guardians of the Galaxy game, but dated it for October 26th, 2021. And that looks awesome. Mm. You see the trailer for that? Mm. I really like yeah. that. Looks funny as fuck as well. Yeah. 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 Looks really, really good. I couldn't believe, yeah. like, I love when they do that. It's, like, don't get me wrong, like, there had been rumours for a couple of years that they weren't Square were making this game. Or no, Eidos Man- Montreal were making it. But, um, I love when they do this. Like, because then, when it's first when it came up and they saw a bit of gameplay of it and stuff, I was like, right, this looks fucking brilliant. And instantly, when this stuff first gets shown off, my mm. head goes to, aye, but how long am I going to have to wait to get a shot of this? And then they were like, it's coming out in four months. And you're like, yes, get in. Aye. Like, I love that. I love when they hold off and then they show you it's so close to release. Aye, you get a nice surprise. Yeah, like, I mean, when they showed Redfall, I was like, ah, it looks cool, but it's like, there's no way that's coming next year. And then they show Contraband and you're like, I'll enjoy that when I'm 42 year old. <laughs> but, aye, this is coming in a couple of months. Like, bring it on. Yeah, no, looks so good. Oh, fuck about Elden Ring, though. It's another <laughs> one of those... Dark Soulsy type games. It's got the the guy that's writing. It's the guy that made uh, Lord of the uh, No um, Show Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So George R R Martin. Oh, the actual writer of the books. Aye, yeah. He's the one that's wrote this game, so that's why people mm. are especially excited about oh, it. Well. But it is one of those like. Kick your ass into the ground until you get good at it games. Like it's it's like Demon Souls and stuff like that. Okay, what was our overall takeaway from E3 then? Not the best one it's I've ever witnessed. It's definitely not but, not the best. Like the years when both Sony and Microsoft like brought brought it big time, those were the proper like, oh who yeah. won E three and stuff mm. like that, like I mean, Xbox clearly won E3 because mm. they're the only ones that actually turned up and tried. Mm. It, or it seemed that way anyway. Like, Ubisoft fucking didn't try. It didn't seem like Nintendo were trying. Microsoft, I thought, had a great conference, but they were the only ones that did. And there was some nice surprises with games. Like, the Guardians of the Galaxy was a really Aye, nice surprise. Cool. And then there's games that we knew were coming out 
that we didn't really get much info or more information on, which yeah. is disappointing. Uh, so it wasn't the best, but it's good to get some information yeah. at least. I definitely think like the pandemic obviously has kind of muted the usual yeah. crowd reactions from the in-person yeah. announcements, and obviously, again, the pandemic's hindered developers. So I suppose it's just yeah, it's always going to play a years, part in it. Like, it? Plus, Sony think like clearly think they're too good for E three now. They are rumored to be doing something next week or something. something. Yeah, I think they will because they want to take the shine the shine off of Microsoft. Yeah. So they, they might have something coming up. I thought it was interesting. We got we got quite a few items of feedback, but I've, I just had time to pull two, which had almost polar opposites. Uh, so I'll read them out, because I, I think it gives quite a good sort of... Contrast? I, yeah, a good contrast. Like I think like if you are a big Xbox fan, or you are partial to Xbox, or if you're even tolerant of Xbox, mm. I think you thought it was a, all right. But if you're no interest in Xbox, then it was pretty shite. Mm. And so we got a lot, a long email in from the real Sentinel 17. Uh, I was only able to take two paragraphs out of it just because it would take too long to for me to try and get through. But um so his feedback said Xbox did a great job. The rest of the show, not so much. Didn't watch Nintendo, so not including it in this assessment. Their show was so much better than it has been for years, and despite people's tendencies to dismiss even the best event from Xbox, we all know they're here to fight. Forza Horizon 5 looked amazing, Mexico looked so damn fun, and while I know a lot of people wanted the next game in the franchise to go to Japan, I'm not disappointed in the least that the festival is taking us to Mexico instead. This no- the November window is a little depressing, I was hoping it would be out in September, but they made sure they want to make sure it's ready to go, so no complaints. So he, he did have other feedback about mm-hmm. other aspects, but that gives you a sort of idea of his thoughts on mm-hmm. E three. But then we have Gary. Gary's not happy. Uh, he said, "I didn't really enjoy E three. I went in with an open mind, hoping to be wowed by Xbox, but they failed to grab me yet again. I had been led to believe that Starfield was scheduled for this year by." quotation marks, Xbox guys, and it gets dated for November 2022, meaning that there's a high chance it'll be pushed to 2023. To make matters worse, there wasn't even any gameplay shown. Give us an idea of how the game runs, the mechanics, something. Much of the rest of the conference was also CG. It felt like they didn't have enough to show, but knew people needed to see games to keep them interested in the brand. I'm not a Halo guy and I don't like racing games. So essentially, again, Xbox has nothing AAA for me for probably at least another year. So that is kind of the thing. Like I, I didn't really look at it from that point of view, but if you don't own an Xbox and you're like, right, maybe I'll buy one, what have you got? You probably could hold off for another year yeah. unless you're a big racing guy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. like I mean, even Halo coming out, is Halo really going to be much better than the new Battlefield and the new Call of Duty? Mm-hmm. Enough to buy a £450 console? Probably not. So unless you want the best racing game, you probably could hold off another year. And I think that could be part of the problem, is that by the time Xbox start releasing all these pretty good games, how many folk have went and picked up a PlayStation 5? Mm-hmm. Seemingly already, PlayStation 5's selling... Two to one. 
Have so they officially released any sales figures? Xbox don't. Xbox haven't released sales figures in about seven years. Okay. As soon as they started getting beat, they stopped doing it. Mm. They release other figures. Like every company does this. Like if your figure for one thing's not impressive, instead you say there was eight million hours played on Xbox last month, that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. Which is fair enough, it's good marketing. Like you don't want to come out and go, Hi, we're getting we're not doing very well here. <laughs> Doesn't look good to your shareholders and stuff like that. Yeah. So But yeah, no, I think they've got really good stuff coming, but it's just what's how far behind will they be when that stuff comes? And it does he does make a good point, but I thought they'd a good showing. It'll be interesting to see what Sony's hit back is because I do think before the end of June, Sony will do something. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Just to try and get the conversation back to them. Yeah. Okay, we shall wait and see. Let's move on to our gaming movie night this week we watched silent hill which was released in 2006 and obviously based on the game what did we think yeah, it was okay yeah I, it was see before it went on i didn't remember a single thing about it but Me then <laughs> as i was watching it, i was like yep Yep, I remember this. And it all came back to me as I watched. Mm-hmm. Like, it all seemed familiar. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Terry stayed with me at the time and he was a massive fan of the, the film and the game. Right. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I've seen it more than once. But it wouldn't have been for 10 years minimum. But I thought it was all right, aye. The creature designs were quite... Like, some of them were quite disturbing. Mm. Yeah. Because I, I read that they got, like, people that can do... Oh, what do they call that again? The French kind of... Oh, fuck, I've no. The people that can contort themselves and things oh, like okay. that. You know? Contortion oh, like, artists. Yeah, mm-hmm. but... Um, but that guy that came out the toilet and he's all like... <laughs> but his legs are coming <laughs> over his head and he's like fucking walking with his legs over his... Wait, was that actually done? Yeah, it's like... like it's like... Can, I assumed uh, that was all... CG. No, it's like... It's like uh, people that can do all that shit that's what Fair made play, it that's, that's what made it more disturbing because he's all done up in the fucking makeup Aye. with no eyes and fucking barbed wire all wrapped room and he's like <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck I don't like that it was just it made me uncomfortable seeing it it was it really did stay true to the the, yeah. the game so didn't it because the, the big guy the big pyramid head Aye. he's like, I suppose you could say he's the main is he the main baddie? Uh, kind of one of the main baddies of the film. But he's not as scary, I don't think. No. Because he's he's just more kind of quite big and brutal. Yeah. It's more the, the things that are disturbing is more like the first kind of thing she encounters, which is the wee babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fucked up. When they, when they just looked, it turned around and just looked at her and she went, what? and she was going up to it as if to go, what's this? You could see it was a fucked up thing. Why are you going up to it in the first place? Yeah. And it turns it in, it's a baby, and it's like, like coming towards it again, and you're like, oh no, it's fucked up. I appreciate in a lot of horror films, it has to be this way for the narrative of the story to work out, but I just get so enraged with the stupidity of the yeah. characters. I'm like, why are you even going here in the first place? Yeah. Like, why mm. do you think this is a good idea? Then when you're, you know... Like when she started going down the stairs. 
and that person had their back. Like, I think she thought it was her daughter, and they, but they had their back to them, and she's like, oh, we'll just keep going down the stairs. And you're like, no. Yeah. But I suppose she's going Even before to that, though, when the, when the cops pull her over and, you know, with the yeah. flashing lights, like, she's done nothing wrong. Why the fuck did you just then just drive away? I know. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> exactly. That was about much, wasn't it? Just, yeah, I just get so annoyed sometimes. I can see the point <laughs> in a, like going down the stairs, because like, she's got to find a kid. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine, if even if you were scared yeah, shitless, you've, yeah. you've got to go and get your that's kid, your mission, don't you? That's what you're doing, yeah. Aye. I mean, imagine mm. you... Like, <laughs> both, I know, imagine both mm. your wains are like uh, lost, and you're like, oh, fuck, I don't know what doing here, but my wains are potentially doing here. But would you want me Seek help, you know. I mean, I let know. the police come with you. Call the fire <laughs> you know, I mean, let your husband come uh, with you, or whatever. Like, she, the character really annoyed me when she was just fucking every building she entered. Open, Sharon, <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> you may as well go. Any supernatural beings in here? Because that's me arrived. I know. You know what I mean? Aye, come and kill me now. She didn't help. Help. Uh, ah, so about. fucking annoying. Every new area. Every new fucking door. Hey, you're lady ho! Yeah, fucking proclaiming herself to the world. The very first note I've got down is the mum's a fucking idiot going to Silent Hill. Even the name's a massive red flag. Why would you do that? Yeah. It's not even your kid. Just just have her committed and call it a day. I sang it's not even her fucking kid. It's an adopted it, Wayne. That's the worst part. Uh, it's about f- uh, it was totally fucked up I was getting a bit lost in the story near the end mm. uh, the f- it just got like a bit, the history but, aspect of yeah, it like what I was, was meant to like, really happen uh, so. I, I, I remember the games getting like that though towards the end I was just like right it's just a bit too I didn't understand why that lassie was bumped in the bed at the end yeah because like, I thought that was, was I thought that was the little girl running about so did I so yeah but it wasn't. Yeah. I was I was totally confused by that, and I was like, "What?" So she she's had a wane, and what's going on? Mm. And I was just like, "Oh no, this is," uh, and that fucking woman. Oh, she annoyed me. The woman that was the, the kind of no no no. She was like the head of the people, oh, the she congregation. Was an unlikable bastard, wasn't she? She spoke every sentence was like this. It, it ended in the same kind of cadence. She would always be like, "Burn the witch." Ram the cups of tea. <laughs> Get her in the pool. Like it was always like that type of nah. sentence. It never that doesn't matter what she's saying. Don't let her open the door. Nah, I should have been shut at bedtime stories. Chop her head. <laughs> it was oh my god. Can you not just speak normally? <laughs> Fucking annoying. The, I think we mentioned just about earlier, but I see the point where the mum runs away from the cop. Like so, she's been in Silent Hill. She's seen the madness that's going on. She comes the back. No, the woman, the mum. So she sees oh, the madness. She gets handcuffed. Out. Aye, she gets yeah. handcuffed, and then she runs away in handcuffs. So you've uh-huh. just seen the scariest shit of your life, and you think, "Fuck staying with the woman that's got a gun. Mm. I'm going to run back into Silent Hill with my hands tied behind my back." I can see where you're coming from, but again, she's not got her way in at this point. But she could, but that cop's going to take her away. So that's what she's thinking. She's thinking that cop's going to take me back to the station. But, but I she need didn't to have fa- seen that there was like a big chasm. Yeah, but she, getting out. But she's still going to. In her head, she's like that cop's going to try and take her back somehow. Uh, Doesn't matter if she can't get that way. She's going to try and find another way. Whatever, whatever happens, she's not going to let me go back and find my way. In. 
That's what she's thinking. So she's like, well, I need to get away from this person so I can go and find my adopted child. Even though I don't like it very much. Starting to like it less and less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I found this, this scene funny. It was almost like they, even in a Silent Hill film, they felt like they had to get some TNA in. Like, see the point when she's trying to get through the quote-unquote sexy nurses? Oh, like, there's yeah. just a big collection of nurses and, like, every single one of them's wearing, like, an outfit four sizes too small for them. The nurses' outfits were a bit, like... I don't know I, if you were lapsing in there at this I point, know, Jess. Yeah. There was, like, like a, Anne Summers' yes. uh, nurses' outfits. So there was, like, a room and there was all these nurses and they were, they were Anne Summers' outfits, pretty much. All of them had their chest heaving. Yeah. And uh, when the lights went off... Was it the lights off? When the lights went on, so she had a big Aye, torch... They started moving and yeah. coming towards her. But if she turned the light off, they just froze. So right. she's trying to like manoeuvre in and out of them, like rubbing up against them. And I was like, ah, right. it's not really the time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they wake up before she's through. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. but yeah, every one of them. Like, I don't know what the what the script that was. I think it was just a, like, ah, let's just get some tits in here. Pretty much. But it was so out of place, wasn't it? Right. It's a weird. Yeah, I've missed that bit. So I... This is going to be a hard one to sort of rate because I did, I was sort of awake for the entirety of the film, but I would shut my eyes every so often. So. Uh, some of it you're just listening to. <laughs> yeah, partly because I was scared, but I was also falling asleep as well. I don't remember any of that bit you just mentioned. No. So I didn't see that. Um, yeah. So this is quite a visual film. Yeah. Wait, 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 before we give, before we pie it, no. uh, do you have the box office? Oh, just check, sorry. Uh, you know as well, see the policewoman, when the woman, uh, who, who the main woman, yeah, she goes down that elevator to the basement to like go uh-huh. and find, and that's mm-hmm. when she finds the nurses. I was awake for that bit. But, but that, <laughs> that, that policewoman goes right, find her, and like gets her down the elevator. Yeah, like, why didn't she stuck. just get in the fucking elevator with her? That's one thing. She could have just jumped in Aye. and then pulled her thing away. Aye, you didn't have to pull it in for the outside. Didn't need to sacrifice herself. No. But then she was like, kind of like, they were coming towards her and she was kind of like smiling as if to go, oh, that's the end of me, but I've done something good. Mm-hmm. And then they fucking like, kind of like, they don't show it, but they kind of symbolise, like that woman nods to the guys to go, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. gear, kill her. And all you hear is them fucking cracking her with bats. Aye. And then she's alive Still in the alive. next scene with yeah. a couple of bruises and scrapes in her face. Mm. But, come on. See, when they set her on fire, that was gruesome. Because you saw the skin start to melt off her face. I was surprised bed, at that. And then they lowered it down above like a, a bonfire. But not even that far above. It was quite high above it, though. I thought that as well. I didn't think that he would yeah. have risen that much, but she just you just see the skin start to peel off her face. Yeah, I missed that bit too. You, you know what's weird as well? So Sean Bean's in this. Uh-huh. He plays the guy, the woman's the husband. husband. There's a sequel to this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we read about this. Yeah. He's but in the next film as well, but he's named as a different character. Well, see, that's what we were talking about, and I was like, how do you do that? You can't even cast the same guy, but apparently it's because... This will be a spoiler for Silent Hill 2, which I don't know if I've seen. I must have seen it. I don't, but, um, I don't think I've seen it. Apparently... After what happens to the wife and all that, because obviously they don't, they don't get out, uh, he goes into witness protection. So he's been right. given a Say new no name. more, because we'll probably watch Aye. that. Mm-hmm. Right. That, so, that won't be a spoiler, because that must be shown in the yeah. first couple of uh, minutes, yeah. but that was Castle. But are they dead at the end of the film then? 
Because that's kind of like, seems like they're stuck in purgatory or something like that. Aye, because they go into that other world. Yeah. I think they're just stuck well, they're in that, in that other, other world, aren't they, at the end? I think they're just stuck in that other world. So maybe the second film is them trying to get out. Right. Or were they no in it, I don't think. I guess. Oh, no, I think they are. The mum's definitely in it. Is she? Right. I don't know about the daughter. The budget was 50 million. Right. So we get guesses for how much it made. 80? Close. Ninety. A hundred. It's not bad. Considering, I mean, you have to imagine it done a bit of business in DVD as well. Probably. So successful. I mean, it got a sequel, obviously. So. Yeah. Uh, years and years later. What was that? Two thousand nine. So. First so one was two thousand six. So this was two thousand twelve. The next one. Uh, I suppose that's not too long, really. But. Uh, but no, that other, that woman's not in it again. No, she not. No, I think she was. What did some of our listeners think, Craig? Yes. So. Oh, she is. Sorry, she's she she's just not one of the main ones. Ah, right. Okay. Right. Uh, yep, we've got a listener, regular listener, Squinny. He sent in as he usually does, and he said at two and a half, two hours and five minutes, uh, it better be worth it. I could be playing Ratchet and Clank <laughs> again. A man after my own heart, because when I see a film that's over two hours, I'm like, this better fucking justify it. Uh, he said, I've never really played the game, so I'm not into scary shit. I had no idea Sean Bean was in it. Um, he, I'm waiting for the cop up to turn into a T-1000 from Terminator 2. It did have that sort of vibe, didn't yeah. it? <laughs> uh, nice and to wear face masks, it's making me feel at home. Actually... <laughs> To be fair, that was one of the comment that Castles made because he came round here to watch it with us uh, and he was saying, he's like, those aren't regulation masks. He obviously does a lot of stuff with that and he's like, that's just a normal dust mask. That's not right at all. It was totally just a dust uh, mask, it actually. Was. <laughs> um, says, uh, man, this feels like a drag. Just as I say that, the last sentence, the woman gets ripped apart by her tits, kind of. Uh, I don't oh, know. she does, that's Aye. right. Just twists her and then goes, whoop, taking out your skin. Aye, busts her wide open. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this movie. It felt long with a lot of nothing happened, but then some yeah. good scales and cracking gore. Not sure I'll be watching it again. A generous two scotch pies because the gore was good. And it didn't need to be as long as it was, though. No, I'm not agree with that because there's a lot of filler yeah. that you could have made this an hour and a half and get it would the same. Have been a better hour and a half. Film. Yeah, yeah. And we also have Amy who wrote in, I didn't particularly enjoy the film, but then the games didn't do much for me either. I watched my husband play them back in the day and mentally switched off pretty quickly. From my limited remembrance, though, I feel like this one kept the spirit of the games alive more than most, which I would agree with. Yeah. It did feel like, I don't know, if you hadn't seen the title, like I feel like it's one of these ones where see if I'd walked in 10 minutes into the film, sat down, and they hadn't mentioned that they were going to a place called Silent Hill. I feel at some point I would have been like, "This feels like a Silent Hill like film or something." Yeah. Like, whereas they, with a lot they of them, caught the atmosphere and vibe of the game, I think. Yeah, whereas with yeah. a lot of these films, like you would be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. So I mean, like even Tekken, if you took Hayachi out of it, like I would not know that was nah, Tekken and stuff anything. like that. Could be anything. So yeah. Okay, time to vote. What you? Three scotch pies for me. I'm gonna go. Yeah, three. It was reasonable enough. Any sleeping modules? Well, I don't know what you would. That 
be better to answer that than me. Well, the way the way the, the way the sleep emojis work, this is highly scientific. Mm-hmm. Is you take the film and split it into five. Okay. And it would be one sleep emoji for every section of five that you think you missed. So one maybe. I would probably say one. Yeah. I did watch the majority, but there was times of of shut eye. <laughs> Three pies. There was times of shut eye. Three pies and a sleep emoji. What be Andy? I'm giving it two scotch pies. Ooh, here we go. Next week, what are we watching? Double Dragon! I'm really interested in this because I had no fucking idea it was a Double Dragon film. I don't, I don't play... even know the game. Please you know? me. No, I think it started in the NES and okay. it was always I remember like, we, we used to play it. Yeah, you it had was it like the, the original sort of co-op game almost, but you could play it yourself if you wanted to and you it know... was just side-scroll and beat em up. You could pick up like a uh, chain and hit folk with it. Do you know and... Streets of Rage? You remember that? Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's like that type uh, of game where you're just not yeah. always walking forward and go up and down. Okay. And, and there's enemies fighting. coming. Yeah. Like, I'll have a look maybe I do yeah. remember yeah. Streets, uh, Double Dragon was before Streets of Rage oh yeah aye definitely because the graphics were well yeah. more basic the Streets of Rage started in the SNES I think it's I'd, the SNES I'd, Mega Drive because I had a Double Dragon game on the NES that I loved I don't think it was even on the SNES I think it was a Mega Drive exclusive Streets, oh, of, Streets of Rage um, so I guess this is an action it must be aye I mean, uh, if it's a cookery show I'll be raging <laughs> I don't think it's going to be a cook of the show. We've got the synopsis here. But it could be cooking two dragons. Action, adventure, comedy, fantasy, sci-fi. Right, I'll read you the synopsis. It's fucking everything but a cooking film. (laughs) Two brothers... Two brothers have half of a powerful ancient Chinese talisman. An evil gang leader has the other half and determines to get in... And determines to get the brothers half. That doesn't make sense. And determines to get the brothers. That's not a sentence, is it? And determines to get the brothers half and have a complete medallion so he can gain absolute power. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. It's really worrying if they can't fucking pull together a synopsis. That's. I mean, that's. I think that's just written by a person. They just, uh, you can write your own synopsis for, for yeah, things. That's probably one of these fucking things that comes in, these shitty games that comes in the PlayStation Store. Like, see on the old podcast Beyond, when it was Colin Moriart and Greg Miller, mm. they used to read out a couple each week. And, like, PlayStation had no... They didn't give a fuck. They didn't, like, go, excuse me, mate, you've made a bit of a dick yourself here. Mm. They just let them put whatever. And some of these game developers, they're obviously okay at developing games, but they couldn't write a sentence. So the whole paragraph would have, like, no punctuation, makes zero sense, and they would read them out to take the piss out of them. It's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what we should do for the, ne- uh, the films next time? What? We should... Check Re-enact out. It. No, no. We should check out. Because <laughs> that's what the listeners want to hear. <laughs> we should check out the Amazon reviews and yeah. see what's. Because uh, this is Silent Hill. There's a Amazon couple of reviews are always good. There's a couple of uh, like they're short and sweet as well. That's a Aye. good thing. So there's one stars here. Give me a few. Uh, so the title's just dreadful. We bought it because we like Sean Bean, but he even he couldn't save this one. You've got to like, I know he's not in it for long. You've got to like zombies, do you? That's not zombies, and not uh, and not be into character development or much of a plot. Maybe the younger generation will enjoy it more. What the generation know what a zombie is? <laughs> 
Uh, and then you've got another one. Rubbish storyline, acting, sets, trash, rubbish, crap. Uh, he sounds like a barrel of laughs. I know. There's another one. This one's not, didn't even get to watch it. Item arrived with scratches, unable to play. It's <laughs> 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 uh, uh, like folk have like, quite a lot of scratches on this. There's quite a few of them. Uh, really annoyed that this movie isn't silent. <laughs> <laughs> really annoyed that this movie, is, movie isn't silent plus has no hills I bought it for this My oh my god I bought this for my deaf mother in hopes that she could join in on one of the movie nights we were having that didn't happen but buy this if you're also after a silent film what the fuck what is going on with this person <laughs> Sam you are fucking daft mate what the fuck? But she lives she's deaf. Everything's silent. I know. To her. I don't understand that. <laughs> I bought this from my deaf mother just to fucking really rub it in. I found the subtitles on the stop with a dick. Yeah, that's definitely getting added in every week. That was good. Enjoyed that. I love people. They're so stupid. Aye. Okay, so like we said, our next movie will be Double Dragon. So join us again next week to find out our thoughts. Our game club game, Craig. Biomutant. Yes, Biomutant. I haven't had a lot of time to play it in the last week. I have been very, very, very busy at work. But my plan is to smash a fair amount of it over the next seven days so that we can talk about it for the end of the month. I won't probably get it finished, but I've been really looking forward to getting back to it. Like It's got a lot of problems, but there's something I like about it. I don't know what, <laughs> so I want to explore that. Okay. So more on that next week. And our shitty platinum this week. What do we have? Shitty, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, shitty platinum, papa platinum. What you got? We have a game called Dull Grey, right? Dull Grey? Doesn't get much duller than grey. Not really. Okay. So it's developed by Provodnik Games and it's published by a team called Sometimes You who are like a little adopted brother of Retallica Games. Okay. <laughs> they put out generally easy Platinums but at a much lesser rate than than the mighty Retallica. Fucking everyone's at a lesser rate than those guys. And they are indeed that. Uh, I'm I'm wondering if I never gave this game enough credit. I just looked at the trophy guide and did what was required to get the platinum and got the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. It's a visual novel, so you're doing a lot of reading and then you've got some mm. choices you can make. Um there's multiple endings to get the trophies. Now, if you use a guide, you can do that in about 10 minutes. Or if you don't, I think you could be there for hours trying to go through the combination to get certain endings. Right. So I was not up for that. But the synopsis here... Now, granted, it could be any award, right? They've probably gave themselves it. But the synopsis does say, Dull Grey is an award-winning visual novel about growing up it tells it tells about mother and son, free will, and the search for happiness among foggy mountains and grey pipes. 
you'll be making one and this one and the same choice again and again, deciding who the sun should become a lamplighter or a tallyman. At first, it may seem the situation leaves you no choice at all, but don't jump to conclusions. Take a moment to think it over. Perhaps you'll see your story in full colour. So it did seem almost like a kind of... I mean, I might be talking about us here because I did not give it the time to, to get into the story, which may or may not be good. Probably isn't he. Pretty sure they gave himself an award because they certainly couldn't get an award for sentence writing because that was fucking awful. Um, but it seemed like a sort of game, like an Eastern European, like a post-war style game where you're mm. trying to raise a kid and what kind of morals do you want to give them and stuff like that. Um, I would not recommend it for the story, but if you want to get a plan, In fact... If you want to get two platinums for for three, all you completionists out for there, for three ninety nine. This isn't a PlayStation Four and PlayStation Five though. This is PlayStation Four and Vita. You get the Vita version for free, okay. so you do have to own that device. And I'm gonna to have to dig mine out from whatever it is and get some work bag. Of so course, that's what it is. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll need to dig it out and charge that up so I can get my second platinum. But um, if you're just looking for a platinum, ten fifteen minutes. If you follow a guide, zero difficulty cheap that's what i would say indeed <laughs> indeed indeed so it's slim pickings this week for our pick of the week so we have gone with yakuza like a dragon it was released last year but it's now available as part of your game pass subscription if that is something you have ah, it was nothing come out this week nothing. like a dragon breathing fire for the very first time like a dragon. <laughs> Thanks That's for all that. I've got. <laughs> I thought you were going to give us the full rendition. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, like I say, nothing's come out, and this is a game that if you've got Game Pass, you can now try out for free. So it would either be that or Wolfenstein 2, because if you haven't played that, you can also do the same with that. Which, to be fair, I would actually say it's probably a better game, but I just went for Yakuza because it's newer. It's only been out for six months, so. That's that. Okay, and that is pretty much us for this week, unless you guys have anything else that you want to share. Hmm. No uh, questions from or stuff from fans anymore? Uh, we, did get, to we, we did get some extra questions in about E3, but I only had time to put two in, so huh. I sprinkled them throughout. Sprinkled on top. I'll, I'll put normal feedback at the end of next week's episode as per usual. The last thing I've got is that I said to you guys earlier, but a few people listened, along with a few people who listened to this podcast, we've been doing a sort of betting challenge where we put £20 into a betting account and it was at the start of the Euros and it was to see how long the £20 could last you. And I would just like to say, get it up the lot years, I've won because most of them are now at zero. And with Italy's 3 0 win, I'm now. At about forty pounds, mm. so I say I'm qualified then. Aye, that's right. Many shitty platinums will that buy you? Enough, <laughs> enough to keep this a plethora for a very long time. <laughs> a plethora of shitty platinums, especially if I had a sale. Oh, I do have one thing. This should have been the shitty platinum section. This that I found this really interesting. You guys, no, not so much, but everyone loves a shitty platinum bar. You too. What I found. Because 
it's not just shitty Platinums I go for. I love a shitty 1000G, mm-hmm. which is the Xbox equivalent. Okay. But right. I Gamer Score. That's what they call it? Gamer Score. So, oh. I, but it comes up as G. So, a couple of things I found out. So, the equivalent of like a game having a Platinum is a 1000 Gamer Score. But apparently Xbox have let people patch games so they can have more than that. So some of the games on PlayStation that are shitty Platinums actually have like 2,000 or 3,000 G on Xbox because they've added DLC stuff. Fuck. But also, and I'll need to investigate this further, there was a couple of games that are on that are shitty, shitty Platinums on PlayStation that are published by Retallica Games that mm. on Xbox are published by some other mob. Mm-hmm. Which I found interesting. Because there is a couple of Retallica games on Xbox, but not that many. But it seems like somebody else has muscled their way into the Xbox space and is pl- is publishing the same games. Because I think a lot of these shitty Platinums are like mobile games that Retallica have went, give mm. a fiver if we can put this in the PlayStation. <laughs> Fire some trophies onto it. You know what I mean? It's that sort of backhander and they're making money off it. But it seems like some company might be muscling in and doing doing it on the Xbox side of things. I I heard what well, I read as well that they're changing it so it's CG for completionist gangster. Aye, <laughs> that's me. I I started a completionist for, gangster aye. with an STA gangsta. Yeah. I started, a, I started a petition. Aye. Oh, was it you that's come out with aye, it? Aye, aye. Completionist gangsta. I was looking for 20,000 signatures, but I've already had 100,000. Jesus. And um, I only had well, sign up at 10,000 myself. All these completionist gangstas out there. Yep. <laughs> okay, on that note, let's wrap things up. <laughs> oh, I don't have him rapping. Oh, right? amazing. I've already had him singing. I don't need to hear his freestyling. Hey, in West Philadelphia, born and raised. <laughs> on a playground is where I spend most of my days. Chilling, have a laxing, dressing up cool, and shooting oh, some people last at our school. And a couple of guys that are up to no good. Started to make trouble in my neighborhood. I got one little fat. My mama got scared and said, You're moving with your auntie and your uncle in Bel Air. I pulled up to the. Nah, I won't do it. <laughs> well, that's the best way to leave this episode. Mm-hmm. Bye, folks. Goodbye. Bye-bye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.